Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. Hello, everyone. So today's episode is going to be a curveball or a pleasant surprise or both. Um, today I am recording my first solo episode. So today I am not sitting down and chatting with anyone. I do not have a guest. The guest here is myself. Uh, this episode kind of came about because everyone is like, Elizabeth, the podcast is great. Elizabeth, I love the glow up effect. Elizabeth, you're doing great work, but I feel like we don't get a chance to know you. Like you are out here shining the limelight on everyone, all these amazing women that you're highlighting on your show, but we want to know you, you know, tell us your story. Tell us why you created the goal of effect. Tell us why you do what you do. And I was like, uh, but I like really like to talk about everyone else. Um, so literally the globe effect turned one, two days ago and finally I'm recording this. So here I am and I really just wanted to kind of just free flow. Like there are no, like I don't have any questions in front of me. I didn't ask anyone to submit questions to me. I think later down the line, I will have a friend interview me because I like the challenge um, of being kind of interviewed and questioned. Um, Raymond just walked in. Can I help you? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh, yeah, that's not good right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Got it. Right. So, um, later down the line, that will probably happen, but not right this instant. Um, so, over time, I was like, all right, what do I even want to talk about? I feel like, you know, I'm always telling people to talk about their glow up, their glow up. And I've had a really hard time developing, like, what is my glow story? Like, what is my, you know, moment where, you know, I kind of had the uh aha. So I'm kind of just gonna throw it all out there, word vomit on y'all real quick and see where we goes. So really the backstory about me is that from a really young age, like from Tumblr days, like I really loved to blog. Like I loved to write prompts and I loved the idea of creating content. So I started out with a Tumblr blog and then I started out with, um, what was it? WordPress. And I've probably had like three to four WordPress blogs that are just like living out there on the interwebs. Um, I found my college WordPress blog talking with Twinkles the other day and it had a nice highlight reel of my senior year spring break trip to Cancun. So that is a fun moment to relive. So shout out to me starting blogs and abandoning them. (laughs) Um, So really, you know, I just never had the opportunity or the dedication to really keep plowing through my blog and crafting it. Then when I was in college as well, I really loved the radio scene. So I love the idea of sitting behind the mic and just talking, interviewing, you know, ranting and raving, talking about the media, talking about what's going on, talking about my everyday life. Like I loved that shit. Like it set me on fire. So really a lot of this passion comes from my talking with twinkles days. Um, that used to be a little entity that I had, Um, in high school and in college, my nickname was Twinkles, 
like the star. Um, and I, for a very short period of time, had a YouTube channel called Talking with Twinkles. So that's kind of like all these little bits and pieces of my background and how it's kind of all shaped me to have this like really strong passion for creating content. So really all of that, I just kept half-assing and just knew it wasn't any good because when you half-ass things, it just, you're not, you're not creating something that is of quality and that you're going to be a hundred percent proud of. So whatever, I was kind of blogging here and there after college and fast forward, I basically got pregnant about six to seven months after my college graduation. It might've actually been sooner. Oh Jesus. Can I do math? No, yeah, probably about that. Um, so then I got pregnant and that was a lot for me to handle because here I was, I was 22 and I love playing with this because, you know, for that time, like I was a young mom, like I was freshly, pretty freshly turned 22, just, you know, months out of college graduation. So while yes, I did have my college degree, I was like so new to, you know, adulthood. And on top of that, I had a lot of ambitious goals that I wanted to achieve uh, post-grad. So, you know, one of my biggest goals that till this day, I always tell everyone, I wanted to move to New York City with, you know, my dollar in a dream. And I wanted to really pursue the media scene out there. I really wanted to infiltrate radio. I really wanted to work in that scenery. Like I just knew that I belonged in New York City, right? Like I knew it. And as a Dominican, I was like, yup, I'm gonna be over there eating good food in Dykeman and I'm gonna be partying and I'm gonna be meeting so many people and networking. And I'm just gonna be like soaking in like all that is New York City, right? So that didn't happen. <laughs> um, and that was really earth shattering for me because that was like my main goal. So uh, ultimately, when I just accepted the fact that I was pregnant and just navigating that time in my life, it was really hard for me because I felt like I felt really ashamed about it. I felt like I had let down my family. I felt like I had let down myself. And then on top of that, I had a uh, very, very minimal amount of time with my uh, partner. Um, so it was just a lot being thrown at me and I was just really in a dark place. Um, you know, and then obviously when you get pregnant, um, unexpectedly and kind of out of wedlock and I'm using air quotes here, um, because everyone has their own beliefs and, and statements and, uh, views on this, but, you know, having, th having had this happen to me, um, it was just, I felt like a complete failure and then people, you know, you feel like people are always going to be whispering behind your back. So I knew that a lot of people, people's parents, you know, friends of friends were saying like, oh, she fucked up her life. Like, it's over. It's over for her. Like, sorry, boo-boo. You're like, you're done in these streets, right? So it was a lot for me. Um, but I think a lot of part, the biggest part of my glow story is that, you know, I took that dark moment and I just came clean to everyone. I was like, listen, I'm pregnant. And obviously you can't hide pregnancy for too long now, can you? Um, so I came clean. I just told everyone, I'm like, listen, I'm pregnant. I'm like, you can keep your judgments. You can keep your thoughts. You can keep your opinions to yourself because I'm going through with this and believe it or not, I'm going to be a mom. So like, it is what it is. Um, and once I told everyone, it was just like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. Um, and yeah, so now I have a four-year-old, guys. <laughs> um, 
So I think motherhood really made me feel like a completely different person. So navigating from, you know, this really eager, like bright eyed and bushy tailed, you know, college grad who had just finished backpacking through Europe for a month, um, to, you know, unexpected pregnancy to now motherhood, it just really like caused me to shift so, so many chapters of my life so fast. Um, and then ultimately giving birth to my son, like it was just so many changes at once. So, you know, once I was like really settled into motherhood, people were like, oh, like what's up with talking with Twinkles? Like remember when you used to do videos, I used to do blogs and this, and I'm like, that's awesome. That's great. I'd love to, but like, I don't feel like that person anymore. You know, I felt like the Elizabeth that my partner, um, fell for like I wasn't that person anymore I felt like I wasn't and let me just reiterate like who that person was right so um pre-pregnancy Elizabeth was really like outgoing like super like party animal like I love to go out and party I love to drink I loved to stay up at all hours of the night and for obvious reasons like after the baby I was just not feeling that like I I was overweight and I carried a lot of my baby weight and still do to this day. Um, on top of that, I had absolutely no energy. Um, it would be two o'clock in the afternoon and I would go take naps in my car. I was just extremely fatigued, you know? So I was just starting to feel like I was not myself and I just wasn't that person anymore. So trying to find my identity again and trying to understand like, all right, I am not the person I was before this pregnancy but I still am Elizabeth and trying to figure out like, what would I like to be? So despite feeling off track, I was still really doing well for myself. So being off track, I mean, you know, I didn't move to New York city. Like I still live in Boston and I live with my son. I live with my partner. I live near my family. I have an amazing support system around me near and far. Um, so for the most part, you know, this whole, like, you fucked up your life situation, like, actually, if anything, like, I feel like I'm at the peak of my greatness, you know? You're never going to feel ready, but you can adapt. So while I was 22 and, like, you know, crying myself to sleep at the time, at the time I was sharing a room with my sister who was a high school senior. I lived at home. I was making minimum wage for Massachusetts, um, minimum wage. I, you know, like I said, was almost, you know, 50% strangers with the person I was going half with half on a baby with. Um, and I was just grappling with so many things. And like, I was like, Oh, my God, like, what am I supposed to do? And how do I get out of this? You know? So like I was saying, you know, you're never going to feel 100% ready, but you can adapt and you can shift and you can turn your mess into a miracle. So really for me, parenthood has been a journey, um, but I've been trying to find ways to captivate and keep immersing in my self-care. Um, and you know, that has looked like a lot of things, um, 
and I won't get into that. We can get into that another day. <laughs> um, but really, my podcast has just been, it's something that is a lot of labor, but it doesn't feel like it. And I was just talking to my friend Annabelle about this today. She's like, oh, how's it going? You're cranking out so much content. Like, that's amazing. Like, I see you. And I'm like, girl, it's great. But like, this is like having another job. Like, I didn't know it was going to be this much work, but I'm never upset about it because I like it. Um, so that was for me really a moment. I was like, oh shit, like I really like to do this. Like I love to do my podcast. So, you know, while everyone's story, and I really like to think of people's story in seasons because seasons end just like there are four seasons, um, on earth. Um, there's always going to be seasons in our life. So while, um, Sometimes you could be in a season where you don't feel creative, you don't feel motivated to want to create content and to talk to people and to be social and to share about your life and your personal accomplishments. That's fine. But just know that everyone's story is going to eventually evolve into a glow up over time. You have to believe in it and act on it. So that's kind of like what brought me to create the globe effect because I noticed that everyone's story is going to have one inkling of glow in it. And I feel like you are either in your glow up or you are exponentially glowing up. Like there's, there is no ceiling on the glow up, you know? So I feel like I am still just like probably at like level three of my glow up. Like there is so much more coming from this girl right here. Um, and that is in so many levels. Like I, for one, I really want to glow up my my fitness. That is something that I just personally, I know I want to work on. And I am not 100% consistent with it. I fluctuate weight so much. And like I mentioned, like I grapple a lot with all the weight I put on with my son. And it's just a personal hurdle for me. I want to glow up my relationship with God. That is something that I know that I need to do on because I was raised on faith and I come from a, a faithful and Christian family. And I know that I am not worthy of all the blessings that God gives me, but he is still always writing for me. And I'm over here just smiling at the world saying how good God is, but I'm not reconnecting and working on that face. So that's something that I know I want to do and that I need to work on. And as an adult and someone who is conscious of the good and the bad, like I need to make that time for God and me. I know I need to do that. So that's something I really want to glow up. I want to be able to glow up my confidence. I want to be able to glow up my ability to give back. I want to give back to people, but I feel like I'm in a stage where it's like, oh, I feel so tied down by debt and by, um, money, not money management, but like money. I just, I don't have financial freedom. So I feel tied down by all these binding, you know, monetary constraints. Um, so yeah, there are so many things that I want to blow up. I find a lot of solace. I always tell this to people. I find so much hope in, there is a quote out there that says, you know, like at 24, like Oprah had just gotten fired J.K. Rowling was a single parent living on welfare. You know, like these people who we consider the epitome of greatness, who are so successful, like in their 20s, 
and early 30s, like they were going through it. They were in that dark season. So I find so much hope in that because I know that my time is coming. Me and my sister have a little saying that we say to each other and it's actually really superficial, but it's kind of what keeps us going. And we always say the Chanel bags are coming. Like one day, like we're going to be able to walk into a store and purchase a Chanel bag and it's not going to be something we have to think about twice. Um, so that's a little saying. We always say it to each other. We're like, the Chanel bags are coming. Like one day, I live in a neighborhood that's rather wealthy and, you know, I'm driving around in my vehicle that I'm so grateful for and I had to buy it against my will because my last car that I owned and did not have any debt on got totaled while I was on vacation. Um, I purchased my car, very average vehicle, <laughs> top rating for Honda uh, Hondas. And, um, you know, I, I drive by people in my garage have Teslas and have Mercedes Benz and Porsches and Maybachs. And I'm like, what is it like to be able to walk into somewhere and just know that you financially can afford these things? So I really want to glow up my abundance mindset. I want to glow up my ability to have conversations and be comfortable with them because I've also noticed through my podcast I always start with oh thank you so much for coming on I'm so shy I'm always so shy to ask people to come and talk with me and two minutes into the conversation they're like you don't seem shy at all and this is something I need to work on like I'm not shy I'm just a little intimidated by the fact that someone might reject me, but I need to be confident in the fact that my platform is thriving and that I believe in my platform and just keep going from there. So to wrap this up, my story is really to tell you that I went through an unprecedented situation and I have been able to take the steps forward to just keep on going to live comfortably and to make the best of the situation. And while I'm still working on my glow story, I love highlighting everyone else's. So that's really what brought the glow up effect to be. I really wanted to have a place to share and empower and uplift and really tell people that they can do it. Because I always find myself telling people, you can do that. Why don't you start that? Why don't you do this? Yeah, that's not working. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like I am the the go-to like cheer cheer woman. Like, I'm going to cheer you on till you just freaking do it. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's really what brought the globe effect to be. And I feel like the globe effect really puts into perspective that there's a system in place that makes you want to take that leap of faith. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little, just a little episode about me and just kind of giving you perspective on, on what I think about the glow up the globe effect. Um, so yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Uh, be sure to DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you guys at the globe effect and follow subscribe. See you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the globe effect podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the glow up effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at the glow up effect.